Welcome to the Murder Club for Beginners podcast. I'm Nick and I'm in Brisbane. I'm Mel and I'm in Melbourne and we hope you enjoy listening to our podcast. Hey Nick, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Not bad. Uh, I had a little bit of a giggle as you uh, as we came in and uh, you just said my hair looks nuts yep. or crazy or bad or whatever. It does. It's just, <laughs> it yeah, fine. the headphones have... Um, the headphones have caught up in it. <laughs> That's okay. First world problem. It is definitely a first world problem. Uh, so how's your week been? Um, good. Actually, for someone who doesn't work, I've been surprisingly freaking busy. I don't know whether it's just you turn 50, you get busy with just <laughs> life crap or what goes on. But, you know, I mean, my dog's got the shits with me because we went for a tiny walk this morning, only a K, it's an unusual two and two and a half. Yeah. Um, I haven't run him since last week. Possibly because the little bugger's faster than me. Yeah. But yeah, I've just been having appointments and just doing crap. Mm-hmm. And then I get to the end of the day and I'm like, oh, crap, where'd that day go? I mean, you are running a lot of K's though at the moment, aren't you? Um, yeah, I've done 41 this week, although I don't think um, what I did this morning with Josh on the trails could be called a 10K run because we did walk bits of it. Okay. Basically, because we were both sore from training last night. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> And uh, when's your next big race? Um, Sunny Coast is my next big one. I'm doing 13K trail on Sunday, but that'll be a run walk. You know, let's face it, it's me, it's trail. It's going to be (laughs) pear-shaped. Also, keeping upright is really just the goal for a trail, isn't it? Yes, really important for that. So, yes, really important to get to start line at Sunny Coast would be the main thing. Um, yes, so yeah, so that's what's happening in my world. I hear your your world's been busy too. I mean, it doesn't feel like uh, on Monday I was just like, was it only a week ago that I was flying back? And mm. it was, and then I had my nephew here on the weekend. Um, my mum's coming this weekend. Uh, and potentially shouting out to one of my other friends, uh, is probably coming up in two weeks time so which nice. will actually be a lovely visit but yeah it's just a, a bit busy I think um yeah you know. uh but you know always good to be busy I think and uh, it is. I got my short story in it wasn't a murder mystery short story which I was going to try and do but trying right. to write murder mystery sh- story in no more than two and a half thousand words just became too difficult. So yeah, that that'd be a bit of a challenge. Yeah, it, I mean it was, and I tried four times, and I've got some absolutely fantastic characters. But the thing is, I'm so descriptive right at the beginning around you know setting the scene and the tone around my characters. You are, you know. Um, so I've written two short stories. Um, one in the vein of Raymond Carver, who's one of my favourite short story uh-huh. uh, writers, and he writes stories, I suppose they're more about a moment in time rather than having that typical short story narrative with the arc and the sort of twist at the end. Yeah. So I wrote two, and then the other one is definitely a typical, and my sister's read both of them and you know, <laughs> decided which, which to send. Um, but the other one's typically got that short story 
uh, narrative. It's got like a bit of a twist. You don't know what happens. It, you know, it leaves it very open for the reader at the end to decide. Um, yeah. And, it, yeah, it was just a bit fun writing it. It's not as well written oh. as the first one. The first one is uh-huh. certainly really well written. It was like I, I knew when I was writing it. Yep. Just sometimes it like it sometimes it just flows, other times it doesn't. Uh-huh. But the story of the other one is certainly more compelling. Um, okay. Yeah, but we'll see. I'll send I'll send them both to you and you can let me know Yay. what you think. Cool. Did you see the Barbie movie yet? Um okay, now here's a confession. I've actually seen it twice. Woo! Yeah, I went with Debs, our listener Debs, yeah. on Friday because um, she went to go see it at Stafford. Yep. And then I went with the lovely Kelly and Tracy on Monday because that was the original plan. Yeah. And the only reason that got cancelled the Monday you flew home was because Kelly's daughter was sick and she had mm-hmm. to look after her. So, yes, I've actually seen it twice. Wow. Um, yeah, it cracked me up just as much second time, especially because, you know, you know what one line is coming. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I just, yeah, laugh out loud funny. It was just, yeah. I mean, it's certainly a sea of pink. There's no doubt about that. And I I really enjoyed it. I just found it so silly and Uh comical. And I suppose that heartwarming moment because, like, it's Barbie. You know Barbie. You played with Barbie. Yeah, you played with Barbie. The scenes where, you know, um, you see the Barbie with the cut-off hair, like we've all done that. We've all done that. We had that discussion, you know, how we all had like a weird Barbie. We made Barbie weird. And I said to Tommy and girls, I used to like to change their footwear and then like I'd mix up their shoes so that like have two different shoes or something. Yeah. Yeah. I remember putting fluoro highlighters as makeup. I mean, this is so typically the 80s. Uh, as mm-hmm. makeup on my Barbie and, you know, then you mm-hmm. can't get it off and it's, yeah, yep. so it was it was definitely heartwarming and Ryan Gosling, Gosling is. Oh, what can I say? And know. the thing was, like, for my 10th birthday, I got the pink Barbie convertible. <sighs> I'm so you jealous. Know? I always wanted the Barbie car. Uh, yep. The dream house, so, not so much, but the Barbie not car. Not so much, but, yeah, yeah, the Barbie car was, yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, oh, yeah, no, it was yeah, really it was good. Fun. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, based on the back of what um, you've mentioned, Debs, there, Debs uh-huh. has uh, sent us a link to a podcast. And yep. I know that you said you've done a little bit of research around uh, the podcast. And it yes. was What's the Cost of Murder? Is, you know, was sort of the, uh-huh. the theme of, of part of this um, podcast. And we'll link it in the. Um, in the show notes so tell us what else what else did you do well this was like I listened to the whole thing and basically it was um came about because of the spate of shootings that have been happening in Sydney lately Mm -hmm. um for those of us who don't know Sydney Australia there's been a couple of um underworld figures that have actually been killed in suburbia and sometimes innocent civilians have been caught up in it um, but the police down there tend to think it's driven by drug gangs. Um, someone either owes drug money or they're not paying the dealer or it's territorial yeah. wars. Um, so they interviewed a reporter, I think his name is Mark Murray, um, and he has done some, you know, in-depth yep. research and 
articles on this, and he said sometimes it's a very murky line between um, the police and the underworld. It's a fine line between the crooks and the cops. Yeah. Um, but since these shootings, a lot of the Sydney underworld have moved out of Sydney because they're living in fear. Um, and But he said what you've got to remember is these guys are getting rid of good at getting rid of evidence. Like they might steal three cars in mm. a year and not use those cars in a crime until the next year. And then once they've used them, they'll torch them. To, we talked about this before, burning yeah. it to get rid of the evidence yeah. um, and DNA. Um, but apparently one group came unstuck because, um, you know, the guy asked the question. He goes, okay, so, you know, how do you go about it? How much does it really cost? And he goes, well, remember, made the news a couple of months ago back here, there was a WhatsApp. They got someone because there was an ad on WhatsApp saying who wants to whack this person for 100K. Yeah. And the guy said, well, that person, you know, was probably pretty much not so high up on the food chain. Yeah. Because there's lots of overheads with this. Um, and a recent head honcho got taken out and he reckons to take that guy out would have cost 600K to a mil. Wow. But he said they play on the younger um Criminals, a lot of them uh, mm. Aboriginal islanders because um, they'll do it for a lot less, apparently. I mean, that's horrible. So that's, that's terrible, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty bad. So then that got me thinking. So then I went on to the aic.gov.au website. Yep. The overall crime costs. Um, now, yeah, so it's, it's phenomenal because, yeah, um, the most – Fraud obviously costs the most, followed yep. by violent crimes and burglary. Now, homicide, they're classed as murder, attempted murder, manslaughter, and driving causing death. Okay. The medical costs involved in homicide are around 7600 per incident. Um, the cost for lost output, I'm not particularly sure what that is, is 1.2 mil. Wow. But these, these are old stats, so you can imagine these are tripled in price since then because in 2001, the overall cost of homicide for a year in Australia was 4.5 million medical costs, 700, yeah, 700 million in lost output, mm -hmm. 225 million in interchangeable costs, um, which works out to about 1.6 million per homicide. Now, wow. that doesn't include the fees for the investigation, the prosecution, the trial or imprisonment of mm. people who get caught committing homicide because that comes under the criminal justice system costs. Okay. So the answer is it costs a shitload. Yeah, and then there's the cleaning up. And, yeah, you know, see, and that's probably under, yeah, you know, The exactly. trauma, anyone, yeah, you know, having tangible counselling as part of yeah. you know, a, a so, crime. Yeah, so it's just just better if you just don't go around killing people to begin with. I mean, just don't. It's like, just don't. I, it's, it's not nice. Messy, it costs people you lose money. someone. Yeah. You know, there's your retirement fund gone. Exactly. You know, just don't. Um, yep. So, I mean, that's 2001, so that cost would be. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, that would be yeah. like, yeah. But I decided not to Google any further in case yeah. Mrs. Google decided to call Triple O on me or Lifeline. I mean, she keeps offering uh, to do. Uh, we uh, we all know if we had a if we were Googling or looking through YouTube, our YouTube uh, algorithm would be a bit scary right now. So yeah. best that we never we never do that. But we do mm -hmm. random look at, at so many different things. I think it probably just gets confused. Yep. I listen to the podcast as well, um, but went in a totally different direction that was not related to the podcast. But thanks, <laughs> Debs, for sharing that because actually, I just uh, 
love it when A, listeners share other things and B, it's a real opportunity for us to look at things from a different point of view. So um, it's great. But I, um, my sister and I uh, have been talking a lot about her two cats, as we (laughs) often do. They're both nuts. And one of them, Frankie, who used to be the favourite, but I don't think she's the favourite anymore. Uh, No. She, the other, other week, my sister took a picture and she was sitting in the shower in the dark like a serial killer lurking, oh, wow. waiting for Wow. Know. And she's not a cat that just pounces on people. So it's not like that, you mm-hmm. know, some cats just wait and then pounce on their owner. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. She looked like she was contemplating how may I murder you. So oh, this wow. morning I was uh, just having a bit of a joke with my sister and I just said, oh, were you in the office? You were home? And she said, oh, no, sadly I'm in the office. And uh-huh. anyway, I said, oh, gosh, I wonder what the cats are doing. You know, they're probably uh, contemplating, uh, you know, world domination and then falling asleep. I'd say. So, uh-huh. uh, you know, for me, it, like, it, and that just took me down the rabbit hole uh, of <laughs> cats and world domination but actually this thing about cats and I don't know if you've ever heard that you know if you die and you have a cat that the cat will eat you so obviously I've done a little googling around that now this is a HuffPost um, article that uh, I did did find and it does say that cats don't have this sense of taste of sweetness um, uh-huh. and also, you know, they're going to think of themselves first. So whereas a we dog know that. They're cats. may, your, your dog may eat you but it's going to wait longer, a cat may wait mm. one to two days before okay. it starts to uh, eat you because you've not fed it. Mm. <laughs> so... Um, okay. I, just, I thought that was quite interesting um, that actually your cat is going to feed on you mm. when you're... This is why I have a dog. This is why you have a dog, yeah, but your dog may uh, may do that in a longer length of time. I mean, I well, do think Sito might mm-hmm. be a little too dumb to do that. Mm, oh, I'm not sure because... You know how I went for a long run with the ladies yep. on Sunday? Well, I have two toes that press together when I run. Yeah. And I cut my toenail thinking it'll be fine. Yeah. But I haven't cut it the right way and it actually dug in and it bled. And I, it's not painful, I think. I only notice when I take the shoe off. Yeah. So I'm sitting on the bottom step of our internal stairs here at home, taking my shoes off and talking to Cito, patting him. He's like, oh, you're home, you're home, because you've been gone forever. Um, and I took my sock off and he saw the blood. And he just started to lick the blood off. He oh. was just like, oh, mummy, I'll fix your owie. And so Craig came downstairs and Sido's still doing it. I'm looking at him and I'm going, I think our dog's a cannibal and he knows my blood type. <laughs> I'm slightly perturbed. He knows your blood type. I don't think he is a human uh, blood machine. Um, I don't think so, given given its current status of napping on the bed with its blankie half over it. Aww. It's blankie, mind you, listeners, that I actually had to leave talking to Mel before we got on the podcast and go get for him because he 
wasn't silly, couldn't figure out how to get it from himself with those big paws in his mouth. I mean, I totally get that. He needed your help, so he gave you the the look that said, Mummy, I love you, please give me help. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then now it's asleep. <laughs> I mean, I do, I've got to say, I, I really am also quite glad that cats want to sleep so much because Mm -hmm. the whole thought of you know world domination or potentially killing you well world domination because it's too much world domination you just got to look at hello kitty (laughs) hello kitty definitely has dominated the world was everywhere a couple of years ago i was seriously worried well it, it is funny my nephew bought uh hello kitty uh, for his girlfriend, and I thought that Hello Kitty was done and dusted. But oh, I. No. Oh, my God, she's making a comeback. Not. She's trying another time. Yeah. So it was one of the really big, you know, Hello Kitties. I mean, in our yep. generation, it was the big bears. Do you remember that? Did you ever yes, get? Yes, I do. Yeah. I think yep. you got one as a present from yep. a boyfriend one year or something. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that was Craig because he's the only boy that you've ever been with and then you married oh, of him. Of course. Yeah, of course. Exactly. <laughs> Obviously it was Craig. <laughs> oh, of course. And uh, do we get sighting of Craig today? You know, is Craig? Um, no, he's actually been a bit busy. I think he's actually in the lounge room having a glass of wine and just chilling and, yeah. So you've met so him. So no, no Craig sighting today, but he is around. He is alive. Okay. I promise. All right. So, so no wood chippers? Yeah. No wood chippers. No Cito having eaten him? No. Not not today. Okay. Not today. Maybe tomorrow. I mean, why isn't Sito in the living room begging for pats from Daddy? Well, I'm I'm surprised he's not too, but Dad was a favourite this afternoon, but he came in and then he saw the headphones on me and went, oh, they're scary, and went to his little corner. And um, maybe he hasn't had enough puppy sleeps today, but, yep, he is, um, the little eyes are shut, the little paws are crossed, blankies across his lower half of his body. I mean, maybe he just wants to, you know, make sure that he's keeping you safe because he's worried yes. that the headphones are going to do he's something. He's worried that headphones are going to do something to me. Yeah, I, yeah. I know. I think it's more that he just wants to be comfy and be with his mommy. I do, yeah. That, that's what I'm taking from it. But, yeah, no, I think it's more that he just wants to go to bed. <laughs> I, I sort of don't blame him. I felt that way at 7 mm-hmm. o'clock this morning when I got up. Yeah, I did get up. I did not run, but I did get up Girl. and take myself to work. So I thought that was a win today. That was a win. Yeah. Yep, you made it out the door. I did. Which is I always did. good. Yeah. All right, Nick. I think we've uh, chatted on as we always do enough. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyone want to send us podcasts that they've listened to, or uh, article recommendations, or? Uh, throw out different ideas or even tell us about their uh, thoughts about, you know, cats and world domination or uh, dogs and world domination. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We would always love to hear that. We do. We and would. in the meantime, do not murder anyone. I won't and you don't murder anyone. We won't. And Cito and we won't, won't murder together. anyone. Aww, yeah. Cito definitely won't. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right i will talk right. to you next week and mm-hmm. have a great week you too i'll talk to you next week mel all right see ya
拜。Bye.